What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. Do you have a presidential hopeful hangover? No? Yeah, it was just yesterday, yeah. That yeah, we spoke just to yesterday. Him. And um, in the lead up to it, you know, it was, it was quite exciting. Mm. Uh, I think we teased it on our social media and everything, right? Mm. And uh, yeah, just reading about uh, Uncock Song and and listening to his interviews. All, I, I mean, I felt like yeah, we we did we put in quite a lot of work into mm. uh, researching a bit. So more So do you feel him. you did your part for Singapore? No? You know, we just finished NDP. You went to watch the parade. Now you're like you're doing your duty or not, Terence? No, absolutely. I think uh, given that we are not going to have presidential rallies, or at least mm. they're not encouraged, mm. I think platforms like ours are important. Mm. Uh, and I, I mean this completely, you know, like uh, seriously. Like, mm. uh, you know, we want to be the a platform where people can have, uh, can listen to presidential hopefuls and candidates actually have real conversations and mm. not just sound bites of like, their favorite Singapore hawker food or yeah. which influencer that they're hanging out with and they just briefly talk about the death penalty and things like that, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, there. Were, I, I wish we had more time and space to cover everything. But uh, yeah, this, uh, at least we, we you know, the, the burning questions and the, the back of our minds were yeah. answered, lah, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's what also I'm super appreciative that he came and we spoke to him and we didn't talk about how he stumbled into finance no. and like study physics yeah. and all that. Fuck all that. Yeah. We've heard it a thousand times already. Yeah. Uh, we are trying to get the other candidates. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, like you know what you said? Sometimes I see on social media, there's all these gatherings where people go. Uh, and they're so curated. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at the end, the guests who go, all they post, or like, okay, some of them do pen down their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Joshua mm-hmm. Simon, he was invited to one. He penned down his thoughts, like what he discussed with Tarman, what yeah. Tarman agreed, yeah. uh, what responded. But some are just like, oh, took a picture with blah, blah, blah. Then mm. I'm like, had a good is... chance, I had a good chance to talk about the future of Singapore yeah. and his vision. I'm like, what is his vision? Yeah, you know? exactly. And then it feels like, why are they having this, the these meetups in the first place? Then I realized they're all gonna have to deliver speeches, right? Mm. During the thing, mm. so maybe they are kind of getting all these thoughts and all, and that can factor in. Because apart from that, what else is the purpose? Or maybe it's just cause like um. Yeah, like, uh, like do you invite all these people who have followings and all, but they just post a picture? Mm, mm. What's the point? Outreach to the youth, ah. Just because you see your favorite influencer post a picture. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, um, don't shit on what the the, the power of influencers and, and how they can sway public opinion or so. Just from a photo with a one line caption. Yeah, is yeah. it? Just knowing someone that you respect a lot is using a product or endorsing someone or a product. A product, uh, the presidential product, I mean, which in some way it is. What you're seeing is a package. And this mm. guy has a team behind him and everything. Yeah, It's a package. Uh. So I, I can totally understand uh, how they're picking and choosing which influencers to see. Mm. I mean, our podcast is not a walk in the park. La, you know, They come mm. here, they're going to be challenged. Uh, I, I don't think you and I uh, give them like you know softballs about mm. like talk about what's your favorite what's your favorite hawker center mm. or things like that and it's an hour long um, you sit down cameras on you we don't edit and things like that and mm. and we don't generally don't like you know uh, give a pre-approved list of questions or mm. curated uh, list of questions before mm. so it is you have to think on your feet uh. and I know probably some people for some people they're not comfortable doing it mm. okay fine 
But that's why I respect uh Kok Song for for uh, doing that. Like, hey, why are you going to adjust my... my Sorry, like, <laughs> like, like you don't want me to hear myself talking. Oh, so so for those who are listening, like, I mean, break. we have a volume control for the headset that we have. We're literally talking about people <laughs> don't want to come on our platform and talk and then you're silencing me. He's no, silencing I turned the me. wrong dial. Yeah. I turned the wrong dial. So I wanted to reduce my volume because Terrence is... His voice is damn loud in my head. Uh. Uh, I was making uh, this okay. important <laughs> point and then you are literally censoring me as I'm saying. Okay, it, okay, right? yes, yes, yes. But no, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. No, I really respect uh, Ng Kok Song for mm. coming out and whatever you thought about him, whatever we thought about him at the end of it, mm. we had the chance to hear him out also. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, will we have the chance for other candidates? Or? I mean, like that being said, we are going to, we might be going for one of these influencer events, mm. but we are going to try our best to get every candidate on lah. Uh, yeah. and, and have like a long discussion about their thoughts and just, yeah, just ask questions. Maybe people are thinking, we are thinking that are uh, not the more common questions. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to try, we're going to try. So uh, you voting for, who are you voting for? Yeah, no, <laughs> ah, still a long way. First of all, we yes, don't yes. even know whether it will be the, more than one person to vote. Mm. We'll only find out in a few days' time. Correct, correct. So everything that people are talking and all, it might be moot because it might only be like uh, one candidate. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so... Anyway, your vote is secret. La. Don't, don't need to tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 But right. yeah, la, interesting, la, interesting. Interesting, interesting. I mean, I, I'm very interested to hear what uh, people think of the interview. Mm. I think for you and I, we walked away with, uh, you know, quite, quite clear uh, feelings and emotions about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll probably share them, you know, like, like, Maybe late closer to the date, or if we know that they are really candidates and maybe all, after or, we get all the all four la, then we we can we can see la. I mean, how many fingers do I have to cross? I'm like trying to cross everything now, but yeah. but it's it's not easy la. It's not easy, and then yeah. people say, "Hey, you should do this. You should get them. You should get." We are trying all ways because, and avenues, but yeah. it's sometimes as Uncle Song says, "You do your best." But sometimes some things are out of your control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we are also fighting a very tight, like, I mean, their schedules are probably packed, lah, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, they, they, their approach, I don't know, there are different strategies, also different, but we're going to keep trying. Lah, so. Hey, so uh, our, our schedules are very packed also, lah, right? But what we, we, and I think you, yesterday you were like, hey, Terrence, why are you going to say tiny podcast? We're not tiny yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're not. Like, but like, I'm like, Okay, that was that was a joke. And everything. Terrence, everything, every word matters. You think Ng Kok Song uh, understands the sarcasm behind it? The nuance. The but, nuance, yeah. But it's true. Uh, we also really like, you know, taking the, the time to do this and, and mm. each one of these, like we do uh, quite a bit of reading and research all that. So for us also, it's a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a time. time. Yeah. yeah, but but we, we I, I especially doubly so because the unrallies, I feel like we have to do this. It's yeah, almost like yeah. a public service. La. And then plus, shout out to Tristan. We recorded yesterday morning. Boom! At night, it came out. Yeah, that's why everyone is enjoying it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, in their bedrooms, on your commute, in the in, in bed, everything. Yeah. <laughs> in bed, or in their bedrooms. And yeah, in yeah, bed. yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool, man. But yeah. but uh, yeah, so I mean, we got some interesting topics today. Mm -mm. Uh, lately, the news, whenever we are deciding which topics also, there's a, there's a lot to choose from. Yes. Right? Yeah. So we got some interesting zingers. But before mm. that, yes. uh, what do we always like to, like to say, Terrence? Uh, we also want to remind everyone, you know, we're on Spotify, on YouTube, uh, any good uh, podcast platform that you are, you are on as well. Uh, please follow or subscribe to our channel uh, or our show. Because mm. uh, that's really the way that we know that we're doing something right or so, right? Yeah, it's it's the only positive feedback we get. It's not so much about, uh, I mean, comments and all are great as well, but like in terms of immediate uh, numbers and all that, that's how mm. we know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you want to work with us, uh, if, if you're a brand, 
if you're an intern looking for an opportunity, if you're looking for mid-career switches, uh, yeah, just hit us up at contact at ministryoffunny.com or DM us on any of the social platforms because, yeah, there's there's a bunch of exciting stuff yeah. that's going to be happening. As Mr. Ng himself says, don't be lazy. If I thought you were going to say, don't be cocksure. Oh, don't be cocksure. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, don't yeah. be cocksure. Sorry. Don't be lazy. The campaign, the campaign slogan you pitched him didn't fly. Like. I just yeah, had to yeah. say, like, I just had yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole time we were so serious, I felt we needed to inject some lame joke. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, lame joke. the funny thing is you watch the YouTube video. Uh. When you say that line and then I'm like, I'm like, hey, the, the joke didn't fly. The camera's on us. But it didn't show his expression of like, Basically, it was like, uh, what the hell is that joke? So maybe about? we can we can use it as an excerpt. We we can just post that. The we can BTS find that footage. Yeah, 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 find that footage. But yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, that joke did fly. Uh, <laughs> cool, man. Yep. All right. Cool. So, yeah. um, I mean, amidst all the presidential uh stuff that's happening, mm. a big mm. piece of news dropped uh yesterday, I believe. Last night. No, Last no. night. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, kicked off by a press release from the police force. Mm. That there has been a huge anti-laundering um, uh, raid where ten mm. foreign nationals yeah. were are going to be charged for offense, offenses including forgery and money laundering with an estimated value of one billion dollars in cash and various assets seized, mm. frozen, or issued with prohibition of disposal orders. Basically. They did a raid across mm. like a bunch of properties in Singapore, caught yeah. a bunch of people and found a bunch of money and froze a bunch of shit. A bunch of, more than just money, a lot of like things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it is, uh, it's, it's uh, crazy. La. And I mean, on one hand, like you read it, it was literally like uh, on 15th August, more than 400 officers from the Commercial Affairs Department, the Criminal Investigations Department, Special Operations Command, and the Police Intelligence Department mm. conducted simultaneous raids mm. at multiple locations, including GCBs mm. and condos. Mm. In prime how, areas. Yeah, yeah, how fucking exciting is that, man? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and there was even like a chase, right? Like one, someone was... was uh, we call it a chase. Like. I mean, he jumped out of the second <laughs> floor of his GCB, Landed in the I don't know in the first floor and got injured and then was hiding in the drain yeah. and then they arrested him. That's yeah. like the chase in Singapore, like, You know, US got like <laughs> helicopter people running or yeah, driving yeah, yeah. off in a pickup. This one jumps G- from second story of a GCB. GCB. <laughs> GCB yeah, All those high ceilings, uh. yeah, 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 yeah. No wonder he had to be taken to the hospital. He regrets. He regrets the high ceilings. Uh. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah that's right. So I mean, I was surprised the detail to which uh, the police force issued their press release and their post on Facebook. Yeah. Basically, they gave like one paragraph summaries of all 10 individuals mm. um, and I think there are 8 uh, 12 assisting with investigations yeah. and 8 more uh, wanted by the police la. yeah yeah. Uh, and they also included like 21 pictures of all the shit that was seized, seized. Mm. Mm. Uh, eight, 22 pictures there's like pictures of money in safes like buttloads of Stacks. cash yeah. like we're talking like drug mule cash. money cash yeah, yeah. Hundred dollar notes that I rarely see, you know. Anyway, yeah. and just wrapped in plastic or put in like uh, what you call it, uh, safes, then yeah. jewelry, watches, mm-hmm. uh, gadgets, handbags, handbags, yeah. wine, uh, brick bears, brick uh, bears, bear, bear, yeah. bear bricks, or bear bricks, yeah. Which is those those artsy artsy bears that you will see in the yeah. houses of like rich people, rich people, and yeah, all. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone, because there's some I've seen. Uh, uh, even where I uh, the the closest landed properties to where I live, they have it in their balcony and all. Oh, so I can imagine after this comes out, right? Yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, we put yeah. it back in. Yeah. Put it back in. Uh, cars, insane cars, and 
yeah, it just feels like, oh, okay. But then, like, when when, when you saw this, because it is fresh off the press, yeah. we're recording yeah. this on Thursday. Uh, what, what, what were some thoughts that came to mind? Uh, no, the most immediate thing, I think, is uh, if you haven't already, please look at the Singapore Police Force post mm. and look at the pictures for yourself. Yeah. Because the number, they give, I tell you a number, one billion assets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay, fine, one billion, whatever. But when you look at the pictures, this is like, wow, like 10 people or however, however many people they caught. Lah. This, all this cash, all these like bottles of liquor, all these expensive cars and, and the GCBs and everything and photos of the, you know, all the watches and Chanel jewelry and everything. You just can't imagine this being spread across only 10 people, right? And they don't even show the houses. Yeah, they don't. For fear of doxing or whatnot, yeah. which is fair. Yeah. But they don't show the houses. You look at just their possessions in the house, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. And and, and and maybe because we are literally, you know, we were literally talking about, uh, I think yesterday there was a very big drop of like, you know, uh, videos about Singapore's reserves. And mm. So numbers of like in the billions and all that come up, you know. Then suddenly you're like, oh, wow, there's this group of 10 people who literally like are hoarding like a billion dollars, you know, mm. themselves in Singapore. And you always you wonder like, wow, how many of... I mean, this is only the surface. Like you said, 10 have been arrested. I think 12 assisting, assisting investigations, yeah, assisting. which we know could mean more than just like just sitting down and having coffee. <laughs> yeah, it could mean more than that as, yeah. as every evidence by what's happening in the Iswaran case. Mm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like that, this might only be the, the start. Uh. And uh, yeah, so I was quite like... Sh- at first I was like, yeah, it was the numbers. Then I looked at the details of every single person and... And just the photos, like, one after another, just my jaw just dropped further and further to the floor. Yeah. Mm. Or oh, the photos of the possessions. Yeah, like. the photos of the possessions alone. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, on on one hand, my first thought was like, oh, how did they they find this shit out? And it was a very coordinated effort. Mm. They mm. said they got, like, a, a, a tip-off, and then they worked with multiple uh, banks. They worked with MAS. Uh, and there were things called suspicion transaction reports that were submitted mm. by financial institutions um, and they didn't say how long it took mm. but basically just from what I understand is that there were all these transactions suspicious transactions happening yeah. they tied it to some accounts overseas and there was a bunch of sharing of info across financial institutions the MAS the police and they pinpointed these people yeah. which yeah. is insane because they are they are not Singaporean mm. uh, and I think the police was very very careful to clear they're not PRs or Singaporean. Mm-hmm. Their nationalities span from PRCs to Cambodian to Ni Vanuatu. Mm. Uh, which I, I didn't even know that that existed. Yeah, but you honest. know Vanuatu, la, I right? I don't, I don't. Oh, you never heard of Vanuatu? I never heard of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it's one of those today I learned kind of movements. Uh, the, and I, I learned that the term Ni Vanuatu. Apparently, that's what the people are called. So the country is Vanuatu and they're yeah. famous for like voodoo, a bunch of voodoo oh, okay, shit. Okay. That, that's that's your pop culture reference. Voodoo like. shit. Nah. Yeah. Shit. So I know, I know. You better I know, you wash your mouth first and then no. are you sure you're saying the right thing about the culture? Voodoo shit. Nah. No, there's a lot of uh, like uh, the, the whole premise of voodoo practitioners and all. I think there's a lot of history in Vanuatu. Mm. Uh, of course, okay, okay, okay. I don't want to typecast and say yeah. that's the only thing that the country is known Voodoo for. Shit. <laughs> but they were propelled to global uh, 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 fame, I guess, a yeah. few years ago uh, with uh, Voodoo. Mm, mm. Um, and I mean, yeah, so so when you look at it, you're like, oh, uh, that's that's very far off. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you get Cambodia, you get Cypriot, 
Yeah. Uh, and then you look, oh shit. No, and they, and they each, some of them have like, they're holding multiple passports yeah, as well. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, correct. Uh, multiple passports. And I mean, there's, of course, when you look at it, uh, yeah, there's a, quite a few of them I'm looking at the Cambodian national was also found in possession of a foreign passport believed to be issued by PRC which is People's mm. Republic of China the Ni Vanuatu national also in possession of a passport like that Cambodian another Cambodian also in a passport so it feels like oh shit and there was some talk that they were in contact with each other yeah yeah. right so then it feels like oh shit uh, that's that's huge la. and mm. on one hand I also was like hey shit okay at least they were caught yeah you know, all these organizations working together, you know, like, wow, Singapore pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also had, like, a, another realization. Yeah, I, I didn't know whether uh, to be happy mm. that this was happening. Because, uh, yeah, where, I mean, I guess it shows that, yeah, the ill-gotten gains from illegal activity around the world, uh, it could be as, in, I'm not saying innocent, like, it could be, like, online gambling, but it also could be, you know, all those, damn scams you hear about in, in supposedly coming from places like Cambodia and all mm-hmm. that. Or it could be even worse. La. We could be talking child trafficking, that kind of money, la, right? Yeah. So, it's good that that kind of money is, uh, it's, it's you know, it, we're, we're freezing it and we're arresting the people associated with it. But, um, it really makes you question like, wow, how did uh, all this come in in the first place? La? Mm. And literally, I mean, they're not exactly hiding in the shadows. They're buying up GCBs. They're buying artwork. Um, in fact, if you find the name of the first person that they, the Singapore Police Force pointed out, you Google his name. His name comes up in like a couple, like a website about uh, like talking about show flats and property. Mm. And apparently, he had purchased two bungalows in Sentosa at one point and for like thirty six million, and mm. was like uh, you know, and and supposedly had links to a local. Uh, listed uh, company on the board of a local listed company as well. I mean, we can say well, the name is public. Right? Yeah, yeah, the name is, it says yeah. no signboard. Yeah. Uh, uh, private limited. Like, yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, the my big question was like, wow, all this has been happening under our noses. Uh, and, and I mean, it's great that we, we are going out and catching them, but how long have they been in our system? And mm. how entrenched are they in the system, like, right? Mm. That uh yeah you need a army of four hundred people to sue and arrest them all at once because they're probably talking to each other and because they have a network going on already like, right mm. um and yeah you know and 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 kind of points to uh what something that we we're talking about with uh Mr Ng Kok Song yesterday like, right about in Singapore there's these three escalators he talked about and there's those ultra rich that come here and then escalators moving faster and then the middle and the lower income on uh, slower escalators. But then it tells you how much of those on those their ultra rich escalator, mm. how much of it is really like, uh, you know, legit cases like the TikTok CEO, Secret Lab CEO, or Grab CEO buying a GCB, versus like you know, uh, a money launderer buying mm. GCBs and snapping properties up and driving prices up for cars and 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 property and everything also right? Mm-hmm. Which so it has as much as this is another strata of society, it has trickle-down effects on everyone else, right? Yeah, it does. And and I mean, like, uh, to, to clarify, I think the GCBs, they, there was no confirmation that they were bought, mm. but probably rented. Mm. Sentosa mm. Cove was bought because yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only place in Singapore that you can buy landed property as a foreigner or something. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that there's some some 
things there. And there's some elaborate story where he bought two properties and, and he, had, he yeah. is forced to combine them into one because he can only own one yeah. property. Yeah. Which is it's like, fucking ridiculous. It's uh, showflatsingapore.sg. La. Showflats. That's, like, that's, like, that's like when Halima talked about combining her HDB. The Jumbo HDB. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking but Jumbo. GCB, GCB Jumbo level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, they were quite convenient, la, you know, next to each other. I thought for my family can can combine yeah. all. I had to knock down a wall and, uh, you know, like a whole dungeon in between. Yeah, that's right. Storing my wines and all. And, and yeah, the, the, the more like as you were talking about it before the podcast and like like looking back also, yeah, it is it basically confirms the nightmare that we are all we all kind of know that oh there are these rich people with dirty money coming to Singapore. And whenever you see like oh this block of condos, you know, like two hundred units snapped mm, up yeah. by like this this family office from China or yeah. some stuff, then of course they might be doing Purely legitimate uh, businesses. They yeah. might be creating jobs for Singaporeans. Mm. But at the back of everyone's mind, I'm sure there's a bit like, oh, fuck. Is, are they just hiding their money in Singapore? Yeah. You know, you have heard Singapore be referred to as the Switzerland of Asia. Yeah. Where there's a lot of dirty money, but there's almost no questions asked. You yeah. follow our rules, you, we won't ask questions. Uh. Yeah. And this is all those fears coming true. Yeah. Because, and like what you said, right, the trickle down... Um, even like, I just uh, came across this article on Mothership 2022... Chinese national rent Singapore Queen Astrid Park bungalow for $200,000 a month. Mm. And that made the news. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like you hear all these things about, in some way they are related, right? The rent of every strata of properties, if it pushes up, it will likely push up stuff below. Mm. Because let's say someone can't afford like a GCB, oh, they're like, okay, let me just get a small bungalow. But then you can afford more than person who was already renting the bungalow. We've yeah. seen that people from condo to HDB, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can assume it, it happens at higher levels. So then it feels like, oh, fuck, this is exactly what we've all been talking about and being worried about. Mm. Our country being flooded with uh, money that is just pushing up everything and who who uh, gets the brunt of it, like, the, the middle class Singapore. Like. Yeah. So it yeah. feels like, oh, shit. And I totally agree with you. Like It feels like if they were talking with each other, and they were so open about it. Mm. I mean, human psychology, like, if you're doing shit that you're afraid of getting caught out, it probably won't be as open. Mm. Mm. But if you're so open, is that this false confidence they have? Yeah, yeah. Right, it just feels like, wow, this is ridiculous, man. And off the back of, like, you know, corruption scandals, um, mm. alleged, alleged corruption with one of our ministers and everything. Yeah. It kind of worries me, like, you know, mm. um, you know, like, uh, not, not not saying that these two are linked or anything, yeah, but they're yeah. happening so close to each other. I'm like, whoa. Um, but yeah, the, it, but it also kind of starts to, you know, even in my uh, layman, my layman lifestyle, mm. uh, I, I I see things on social media that I'm always like, there, there's this kind of thing happening in Singapore. Like what? Like what? I follow a couple, like, I follow a couple of, uh, I don't know why I would call them influencers or what, like, right? Rich people, no, no, not rich people. Like, like, um, we, in our industry, we call them talents, lah, right? Uh. basically, good-looking people who appear, you know, are paid to appear in videos and shoots and and things like that, right? They're not necessarily actors or anything. Mm. I follow a couple of them, then I'm like, okay, um, you know, in acting industry, all that is really tough in Singapore, like, So how do they? How's do they getting by? You know, it can't be not. There's no car show or anything every other day mm. to, to sustain that, that kind of lifestyle. But I see them, you know, like um, eating very expensive restaurants all the time. I see them staying in expensive hotels in Singapore all the time. And once in a while, I will see like clips of them like almost like being the dealer at some private blackjack table. 
<laughs> yeah. And then there's suddenly a video of like, oh, girls coming out with sparklers and, and bottles of champagne dancing, but not in a club or anything, like in a private room, dancing to an audience of I don't know who. It's the, all I see mm. is the, the entertainment, the performance. I see the chips on the table. I see a lot. Of, and it's a very nice area. It's not, we're not talking about like somebody's house and then like they just set up a table. I'm talking about like a very a room that is like made up for like that kind of thing. Like. Of course, it could be within the casino. And I mean, I've never been in the VIP parts of the casino. But suddenly I'm like, oh, you know, there's that level, that tier of lifestyle that some people are living and they're just flaunting the heck out of it. And mm. they don't seem like they don't care that, they're, they're, that people are seeing them and getting caught and all that. But maybe that's where, that's how these people are, are spending a lot of their time here. Mm. You know? And then uh, it just, I mean, maybe I'm just looking too much into it. But I always wonder like, in Singapore society, like, you know, can you really do all this kind of thing and, and, and not have people question you or, or, and all that, right? But in some way, we have also leveraged that belief in, mm. in the past. Like our MOA videos, right? Yes. You know, there were so many things that we did that were ridiculous on the street. Yeah. But in some way, uh, I I did feel that, okay, because everyone is generally like rule abiding and all, if we mm. do this, they will just assume it's, we got permit lah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, that, oh, it's fine, you know. And yeah. and not to say like we broke permits, you know, I mean, we're very careful about if the place needs a permit, we will get a permit. But if the place is under like a common property, we just film there lah. Yeah, but yeah. it was almost like, because Singapore generally we are brought up to be quite trusting. Mm, mm, I think mm. you don't have this inbuilt skepticism when you see wealth. Mm. But now I think there's more of that. Yeah. yeah. You realize that, hey, it's, is it basically like those chips on the casino table, it's basically ill-gotten money. Yeah. Right? And then sometimes when you see like this, this, these people come out of like these fucking huge bungalows or cars and you're like, oh, you look what really young. Yeah. What does he do? What do you do? Yeah. Now, I would like, have like more like wait, wait, wait. second thoughts right here, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas previously, maybe when I was younger, I was like, oh, you know, he must have worked hard, you know. Yeah. Then I realized as you get older, like, oh, okay, you can work hard, but there's also other factors that make you rich, like. But then yeah. now, yeah, it makes you think, oh, it's almost like uh, there's something sh- is shady until proven innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because of, of cases like this, like, like you look at it, yeah, like what Tyrone said, you go look at the pictures, and you look like, oh shit. Hmm. Especially in the middle of every, like the general conversation about how you know things are getting harder, things are getting more expensive. Yeah, all the prices are going up. There's a looming economy crisis that hasn't come yet. You see this, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. So it's I mean, crazy. Yeah. My my thing is like, I, I have nothing wrong with uh, rich people, you know, doing playing the casino, or whatever. Maybe it's a hobby or they enjoy it and and you know they like risk mm. that. But you know the argument of like. Uh, that we hear from from people that oh you know when the ultra rich come here they create jobs and mm. the question what kind of jobs la? are we creating like black <laughs> blackjack dealer <laughs> jobs or champagne holding <laughs> bottles of champagne kind of jobs yeah. you know what kind of jobs are you talking about la, right yeah so yeah that's that's the thing la. and and it's just uh like there's this yeah there's this now there's every time I see whether it's a Maserati or whatever on the road I'll be like in the back of my mind I'll be like oh who's this person driving it and yeah is he but one then, of those one of those people or what, like? but then okay so like let's say of course this is like assuming that everyone comes here and just fuck shit up like. mm. let's say they got dirty money they come here but they I don't know whether they pay taxes and all but but they they do contribute because they had they, they spend here like, they know? spend here they GST, they maybe. don't have like Maybe all their ill-gotten gains, they, they leave it and they, 
I don't know, assuming benefit or doubt that they do create some jobs here and they follow the rules while here. Mm. But mm. the money is through ill-gotten gains. Eh? No, but I cannot. I mean, that's mm. the whole point of like, I mean, our financial system and, mm. and you know, know your client kind of things. And I think mm. everyone, uh, it, that's why the, I think the 1MDB and, and Jolo, the whole case was so, it was so interesting because it wasn't, about a guy scamming a company or what. He was basically, I mean, it was scamming the whole financial system, like, you know, and then using like the the tricks of the trade to really just smoke his way through and and, and do really illegal things, like, right? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the whole trust in the system just falls apart. And the whole trust in your your financial or banking system falls apart when when there are bad eggs like this. Like, mm. Now, you know, like, yeah, like, our... Everything we talk about, rich people coming here, all that end up is their, their crooks or so, like, you know? Mm. And is that what we want in our society? Is that mm. the kind of people that we want in society who are hiring our daughters to to hold champagne bottles and, and dance? And oh, now I sound like a goober. Like, <laughs> this but, is what I'm like, Terrence. But, yeah, but my point is that, <laughs> like, is that, is that the kind of society that we we want to aspire towards, like, right? Mm, mm, uh, and then, yeah, you can go say, oh, but Vegas, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's Vegas, like, you know. Mm. But Singapore, we're still crafting our identity. We, we're not even, we're only 58 years old, right? We're not even sure what our own identity in the future 50 years will be. Mm. Uh, but is it, do we really want to be go that direction already? Like? But then, so, okay, so this is something that I've heard in the past, which I don't agree with, <laughs> but I've also heard from people who have worked in finance and maybe you also have some thought. Yeah. And this is like tinfoil head and all. Like, um, even like you say, uh, take a country like Switzerland or mm. a country where you you allow people to deposit money very safely. If that money can be utilized by the local banks to you know invest, get returns, and build more for Singapore, I've heard anecdotally that that happens a lot, mm. and it's just we don't know about it. We laymen, we just walk around with our eyes closed. But it's almost like once you lift the lid, nobody will be happy with what goes on under the lid. Mm. So you just keep the lid closed. Everybody goes about their life. And I remember hearing that from someone who was working in finance at that time a long time ago and it stuck with me because it feels like, oh, it's almost like uh, the world is not as kumbaya as everyone thinks, you know, the yeah. older you grow up. Yeah. And maybe, is that the way the world works, Terrence? Yeah. Uh, to that, I I mean, you're correct. Lah. I, I think it's, it's probably naive to think that, you mm. know, everyone earns their keep, lah, right? Like, mm. I work. One dollar's worth of work and earn one dollar. That's naive. But at the same time, we human psychology is that when you see your neighbor having more than you, inevitably it makes you feel something, like, right? And mm. usually it's not a positive feeling. And Singapore is such a small, cramped place. When we see instances of like you know very, very, very ultra rich people just down the road from mm. where where you stay in a more humble place and all that. It creates a sense of uh, inequality that that is not about your income or what already like. It's just about uh this sense of uh unfairness or even it can even create a sense of helplessness mm. amongst people like. And that's what I think uh we need to guard against. Uh, you know. So I'm not like I, I think I've said before. I'm not against people earning uh you know money and everything. But then when that that money is used to, <clears throat> it's just about flaunting the wealth and and it's used to you know, like really differentiate between the rich and the poor. I have this and you don't have it because you don't have money. I have access to a lot of things because I, I, I'm, I have, I'm rich, you know. It just creates this sense of inequality in society and mm. I don't think that's good for any society or any group in the long term because it will cause tension and the whole 
everything might collapse uh, because yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. And and I think we have spoken about it before. So for a while, all the mainstream media were just waxing lyrical about this new person who got their GCB. Mm. You know, just mm. buy GCB. And it almost felt like, wow, GCB is the epitome of like, you made it in Singapore. Yeah. You know, and I think a few, maybe three, four years ago, I even heard someone on TV or news, I don't remember who, but it was like, you know, uh, 10% of people live in landed or 5% and those are for the people who made it. You know? yeah. Then when you, when you hear that all your life and there's almost like this ladder you're climbing up, right? But then the people at the top, you get examples like this. I totally agree that it just feels like you're being cheated. Mm, mm, and that is very, very dangerous. Uh, because now you see this, you're like, okay, on one hand, good that all these institutions are working together and all, but holy shit, man, how long has it been going for? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, wow, wow. And I mean, I assume this is going to be discussed in Parliament. I don't know, man. Like maybe I mean the fact that the police have made arrests and that that they're still investigating, and and or maybe they don't want to prejudice whatever investigations there are. Yeah, yeah, as well. maybe, maybe. But I mean, I I respect the fact that the media release from the police was quite extensive. It's very extensive. Like I didn't yeah. think it would be that extensive. I thought it would just be like, oh, ten people have been arrested. Yeah. For suspicion, blah blah blah. Uh, but they gave the details and. Uh, you know, after you said you Google one of them and you found he was on the no signboard, but mm. I also found him in the magazine of the Suntufa, Suntusa Cove Golf Magazine. Oh. On one page, they welcomed their new member. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Su Hu Tien. Yeah, yeah. Um, Su Hai Tien. Yeah. So it just felt like, oh shit, all these people. And yeah, I mean, if you've got time, just just Google all the names. The names are all there and yeah. see whether there's anything that, that, that comes up because Maybe. it is crazy. Maybe someone who's working in finance is listening to this right now mm. and saying, that's why you're poor. He's saying about us. Like, right? I got no dignity. La. You got no dignity. I got no, I'm not working, working hard. You just sit here and just talk. Just talk, talk all day. No, it's almost like if there's an opportunity to make money, rules are meant to be broken, bro. Mm. If, and at the end of the day, if it benefits society at large, yeah. trickle-down effect, why? Yeah. Is gambling why? wrong? I mean, our company got casino, uh, Terrence. Yeah. Is you gambling know, wrong? No. Okay, why turn around and said, yeah, he yeah. stands corrected about yeah. casino. I just happen to be doing gambling in this foreign country <laughs> that I earn a lot of money from. But yeah. he created jobs there. There were 100 more women who now carry champagne every Thursday <laughs> night. No? Every Thursday night, they carry champagne, they get yeah. tips, and they can sustain their family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, interested to hear what people think about it. Because, I mean, yeah, what was, so overall, what was your feeling about this, reading this whole thing? Like, like you walk away feeling glad that the SPF did their job or what? It starts off that way, mm. but then it makes me think, oh shit, uh, what else is happening? Like, all the other things you see about, uh, I mean, even like, if you go to a condo show flat kind of thing, just for fun, or like mm. you see in the news, 90% of show flats at this crazy per square uh, flooring rate just gets snapped up in the opening weekend. Yeah. Then you're like, yeah. huh? Yeah. How? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, not not every one of the 10 were living in uh, GCBs. There were yeah. a lot in condos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then it makes you look at everything. You're like, oh shit, that whole two Singapore thing, mm. It, mm. it brings back like, oh, I get, is it really that, that way? So yeah, so that's where I left off. Like. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it makes me realize, oh, there's, I mean, we already knew that there's a lot of shenanigans going on in the underbelly of mm. Singapore and all that. But now, you know, it's like, it's at a billion dollar level, right? Yeah. It's like billion dollars. Like, like when, I saw the, when I saw the headline, I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 10 people, $1 billion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
That is crazy. Yeah. Ten people, one billion dollars. Yeah. One billion dollars. Yeah, I thought it was a typo at first. Then I'm like, oh shit, it's not a typo. Yeah, one billion dollars worth of like assets and shit. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, yeah crazy. It's, man. Uh, you know, um, it's, yeah, it's it's crazy times, now, right? Mm. And and I think uh, it's almost like we can't. Uh, it's, it's crazy times because like, as as much as we want to avoid talking about it. As much as we want to like siam the that place and that topic, uh, <laughs> it will always come home to it, uh, right? Always come home. Uh, and what is this place and topic that we're talking about? Uh? Uh, it is the also came out last, last night, Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah. Uh it came out at about at night, about eight PM. Mm. Uh it was a complaint against Mr. Murali Pile mm. lodged by uh, Leong Man Wai. Mm-hmm. So basically arose from the parliamentary sitting on 3rd August, which was the, the second day that we didn't go for, yeah, yeah. where there was quite a heated exchange between Leong Manwai and Murali Pile, mm. which was uh, went viral. And, and if you watch it, it was quite heated. La. And basically, um, they were talking about like rent and mm. the, the price of rent and all that. And Leong Manwai said his uh, spiel, Murali came up and said, you know, like um, something along the lines of Leong Man Wai having advocated for some form of low rent control. Mm, mm. To which Leong Man Wai came up and said, no, I did not advocate for Leong, uh, for uh, uh, low rent control. Yeah. And it became like a, a technical thing. Like there's low rent control and low rent. So mm. I think low rent control, from what I understand, is like, it's almost like a, like a, like a policy mm. that, that doesn't benefit the, the, the greater good, right? Mm. Yeah, along those lines. No, I mean, it's, a, it's just a form of like uh, government intervention to uh, yeah keep, uh, de- depress uh, rents artificially. La. Yeah, as and, opposed and to just keeping like rentals at the market uh, rates. At la. a market yeah. rate. Because, or, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, probably a whole, we can do a whole podcast about it, but it's the criticisms is that it doesn't, uh, it ends up, you know, the, the landlords don't want to upgrade and take care mm. of, the, of the facilities because what's the point, you know, the rent's not, never going to go higher, you know. Yeah. So so that's a big criticism. And, and it's a thing la. in and of itself, la, yeah, low yeah, rent yeah. control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Murali said that he uh, that he accused Leong Man Wai of advocating some form of low rent control. And Leong Man Wai said, no, I did not say that. Mm. And they went back and forth. And if you yeah. watch the exchange, it really doesn't look good on Murali Pillay. Mm. Like he mm. went back and said, no, I did not say that. Uh, I wanted to clarify, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, then he kept on mentioning, oh, Honourable Leong Man Wai. Mm. Uh, and it was back and forth, back and forth. And then towards the end, I think he he himself said, I said enough, you know, and I don't want to proceed forward. Mm. Then I believe in that video itself, Leong Man Wai asked, um, can Mr. Murali apologize and retract his statement? Mm. Mm. Then Indrani, or the speaker? The speaker. The speaker, the yeah. Said, yeah. Uh, uh, said that, okay, we cannot confirm now, we'll have to go back and look at the records and Leong Manwai said, okay, can I get his uh, um, like confirmation or commitment from Murali Pillay that he will retract it if it's proven that he did did mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. And then Murali said, no, I will not commit to anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing now that it's all public, you can look, uh, it's hard to deny that Murali did say that. And then now Leong Manwai... He did, la. he yeah. did say it. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. And now Leong Manwai is lodging a complaint. And I say he did say because people have taken the that clips clip, on TikTok yeah. and put them side by side and it's very clear that Morali did say Advocating, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, broadly speaking, Leong Manwai is just saying, hey, he's putting words in my mouth and I yeah. don't want, I don't like that he's putting words in my mouth and I want him to retract, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so when you saw this, like, you know, I think you also watched that clip when it first came out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What were you expecting to unfold? 
Um, expecting to unfold. Yeah, for Liang Manwai or what? What for for him to do? I mean, if you look at previously what has happened, right? Mm. Uh, there could have been maybe uh an apology on Facebook or something like that that someone puts out there, and then then the opposition party member just accepts the apology, and then they everyone <laughs> they call 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 a call an apology so, yeah. like uh very much like how Jameis Slim accepted. Tan Chuan Jin's apology after the fucking populist comment, mm, right? Mm. And the, the the it looks like it's just going to be swept under the carpet, lah. Um, but I think this is interesting because it's off the back of the the parliament last parliamentary session where Leong Man Wai, uh, very specifically, uh, you know, he jumped on basically the the fact that Tan Chuan Jin had all these things going on, lah, right? Mm, mm, mm. And he asked Indrani Raja why there was no formal apology for him. Mm. After Foreign Minister Vivian Balakrishnan had said, oh, what, what school did he come from? Must be lousy school. Mm-hmm. And that was also captured on the hot mic, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and then to that, Johnny replied, that, oh, there was actually, if you wanted an apology, you needed to file a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> and then my wife said, okay, hold my beer, you know? <laughs> and so finally, that, that the result of him holding the beer has come out last night already. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so when like when I saw this, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, uh, Leong Man Wai. Because exactly, we were there when mm. Indrani said, right, yeah. uh, if if the member wanted an apology, he should have asked. Yeah. And yeah, yeah you could see his face, oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> you say, yeah. You say, because he's had his fair share of run-ins, right? You know, the Sashue comment. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. So, so this one, when he filed it, I'm like, okay, that's great. You are you are taking it to them like, after they literally told you what to do. Yeah. So right. I was damn happy he filed this because this is almost you, it's not even like grey, it's so black and white. Murali did say that. Mm. But don't it, it, do you think it's very petty that he's asking for an apology and a retractment statement when literally, I mean, this is parliament, right? Where where it's you know, two political parties mm. opposing and sort of in battle. And we talked about it being a, almost like a gladiator arena yeah, where yeah. you perform, right? Mm. And then now he's like, oh, you know, I don't like what he said and I'm asking for apology. Yeah. Uh, yes and no la. Why? yes because it feels like okay in the grander scheme of things mm. there's so many things that we need to talk about or we, we should have oh, so you're saying oh. yes it sounds a bit petty la. oh yeah just oh, okay. on, 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 okay, one, okay, on one okay. hand okay. Uh, that given the breadth of everything we need to discuss and our leaders need to discuss and we need to figure out as a nation mm. but no on the other hand in the sense that this is exactly what needs to be done more I think mm. because especially for the opposition members, it feels like they're always thrown with this, like, okay, if you want, you do. Lah. I, if you want to accuse us of this, mm. you bring the bring this. And, blah, blah, blah. and then it feels like, okay, this is taking it to them lah, and doing exactly what the process is supposed to be. So I think it is it is more important than petty. Lah. Mm, mm. For you? Yeah. I mean, think about it. We're in the age of Pofma right now. Mm. Every weekend, new Pofma saying that, oh, this is fake news, this, this mm. was it. And I think, if anything, this is a very clear-cut case that uh, someone said that the other person said something that they did not say, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, if, I mean, yeah, you can't throw a Pofma because they got parliamentary privilege and all. But then mm. apology, lah. Yeah. Apology is in and order. Retractment, la. Retractment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, if we're in that, uh, in the spirit of, of uh, you know, calling out fake news and all that, then I think whatever quarters it is, whether it's parliament or the public or, you know, online or what, then it should just be applied equally. Lah. Mm. And to the fullest measure of whatever the rules are in that space. And in this space, it is 
them him requesting that through the Speaker of Parliament for an apology. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, now it almost feels like part of the M- uh, uh, MP's job scope is like every week must look, okay, what do I need to puff ma? <laughs> because even Shamugam two days ago, he issued like two two clarifications that he's going to file a complaint against. Like one was the the supposed post by his ex-wife that was... But is that Pofmat? Is that no, it's not Pofmat. It's like, like basically saying it's fake yeah, and yeah, he's going to yeah. file a police a report. Police report yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so in the vein of like, uh, how you say, uh, the ex- uh, making a statement that something is not true. Mm, uh, mm. And, and I mean, going back to what I said, in fact, I wouldn't even say it's petty in this context because as a politician, as a public figure, people are going to hold you to your words. Mm, mm. If Murali is saying that Leong Manwai said this and this and this, that can stay for a long fucking time online, man. Yeah. And it can yeah. shape people's perceptions of you. La. And they'll keep. And people, other other MPs or what, can build on what was what 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 was claimed that you said, la, right? Yeah. You can build it in the future speech and then having to backtrack and go and like, you know, I never said that, I never said that like two months, three months, six months down the road. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's way too much trouble. The yeah. best is just nip in the butt if, if it's a problem now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's not good are uh, comments on Leong Man Wai's post like saying in response to Murali is he shouldn't flip Prata but do the right thing, retract and apologize. Do you need the Prata reference? <laughs> why, why, why? What's wrong with the Prata reference? I mean, it just I mean, it's, feels it's, la, like... Well, that's what Singaporeans we all say. What We say if you flip-flop your roti Prata. Why, why? why? Oh, is it? Is it? Huh? Then choose some, some other analogy la. Wow, you're making but, this, are you making this? <laughs> I'm not going to ask it, but are you making it about that issue? I might again? be, I might be. Looking I might through be. the, the, the those, lens. Those lenses. I got the lens. Okay, the racial okay. lens. Let me, let me take off my lens. Oh, oh okay. God. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I would, that never even crossed my yeah, mind. Yeah, because. It never crossed my mind. Because <laughs> of my. <laughs> I never say. I never say. I never say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but solid, lah, young man, why? And um, he has the full yeah. text of his complaint also. Like he has a longer blog post talking about it also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, it was uh, in response to a bill that he was pushing for. Uh, yeah. That Murali said he's advocating for low rent control. Well, but this uh, new speaker of parliament, Xia Kimping, first Woo! day, first month in really straight away. <laughs> wow. Yeah, first in month. He's like, I mean, line of fire. I'm sure he knew what was coming also. Uh. He knew. Uh, and yeah, and, he and knew. I think, yeah, given all the scandals that have happened in parliament recently, it's a it's a different age where his role will be much more closely scrutinized than any previous speaker of parliament, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. also because like I mean, it's only in like the past what five years that uh, parliament is live stream. Mm, Last mm, time, if you were a speaker, but parliament not live stream, I mean, it still yeah. feels like okay, like you don't have the public scrutiny to worry yeah, about, Yeah. But this one is like wah 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 wah. You think Xia Kimping has like like he needs to build up the muscle memory of like uh, switching off the hot mic everywhere he goes now. So like he always like everywhere he goes, you just talk to him. He's always reaching for something to no, make sure. It's no, like I'm pretty memory. sure that there there's something they're putting in the mics of Parliament for motion detection or oh, something. AI. You think about your iPhone, you lift it up to your face, it comes oh, out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So hot mic maybe like if there's nothing blocking a sensor or something, it just turns off, oh, So yeah. you need to stand. It's like you know you wash your hands at the bathroom. Correct, correct. Uh, you put your hand there at the sensor. So same thing with a hot mic. Why must make them press? Mm. Uh, but then of course. I mean, this is the same place that also still uses three times twenty cent coin lockers, la, That's so. true, la. That's true. <laughs> That's So true. you're asking them to install motion sensor for how much? I'm like, mm, that is true. Maybe there are other priorities first, oh, la, to, to fix here. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Probably in 2028, la, Then maybe yeah, they can yeah. find something better for how Because it yeah. feels like a problem that has been existing for a long ass time in yeah. parliaments across the world. 
Yeah, yeah. But no one has 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 disrupted the space, right? Yeah, and the funny thing about Parliament, you know the the rostrum yeah. that, that they always speak from. Apparently, you know, is you can raise yeah. it and lower it. <laughs> then some MPs have this habit of like they they use it. They after they finish it, then they have to like lower it for whoever the next person <laughs> is. Then it's like they say something already, drop the mic, then they. It's always like very anti-climax yeah, yeah. when you see it, right? That's something that you also don't see on TV, but it's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah, because yeah. I remember when uh, Pritam was having that three-way debate, I think Shamugam uses it a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you see him come out and pace the same thing like, to comes up, then he puts his iPad and talk. Oh, it's hilarious, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Only you can see in public. Yeah, so the tech within parliament, I think a lot of places where you can still... But I mean, oh, you mean what? Something faster? No, that's really high tech. Auto, like based on the person's height, then someone... You know, a, a controller or what? But then they cannot start that. talking with that 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 servo sound still coming up. Right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that Shamugam is laying down like the smackdown or Pritam laying down? And, and, and there's a maybe it builds anticipation also, lah. Right? When mm. when someone coming out the talk, then you expect them to hear the talk. Then it's it's a power play, like It's a power play. Oh yeah. You know maybe, they say yeah yeah don't 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 like immediately like come out with your emotions. Or maybe they mask the sound with like a drum roll or something like, you know like when you pee in those Japanese toilets, <laughs> oh, they, they play flush. music, right? This one is... Real attention. Oh man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. La. Interesting next month like gonna be. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But cool. Yes. Shall we jump to the one short comment? Yes. Uh, One short comment. What's your one short comment? Yes. Uh... I think my one show comment at this point, mm, mm. so, not like a, wait, uh, let me see. I think generally, I'm very uh, heartened by the comments on YouTube also. Mm, because, mm. Uh, I mean, like uh, on, on our podcast, on our Reddit, uh, the comments for yesterday's episode with Angkok Song, um, I think still gathering steam. Mm. Uh, but on YouTube, quite a few people have have commented already and um, just shared quite honest thoughts. Yeah. Uh, like one of them pointed out that, you know, yeah, f- about that part when Angkok Song said, for your own personal dignity, do something, don't be lazy, mm-hmm. that they were impressed. But when it reached this part, it felt like the, the same corporate rhetoric. Yeah. And just challenging that. Uh, I like that the, pers- the the thought by verse lines. Mm. Uh, just shared that, that opinion. And okay, like, yes, if you want to max out your work, and make that your life, that's fine. But don't shit on people who uh, want to just maybe be less ambitious or do do nothing as intense. Mm, uh, mm, which which I also did feel when Angkok Song said that. Mm. So I just thought, okay, it's nice that it's not just comments like, oh, we love you or like, we hate you, but just sharing your thoughts that go against like uh, certain things that were said on the podcast. La. And balance. La. Some of them yeah. said they, they, you know, everything else that, about the interview they liked. Maybe there was that one comment that they didn't like so much. La, right? mm. Someone did say, this is the worst podcast in this channel. Please do not do it again or it'll be very sad for me to answer. Uh, yeah. That's so, the thing. Uh, like YouTube, like the YouTube, subbing uh, is like, uh, they weaponize, people, people weaponize, weaponize the sub- subbing sometimes. I know it's, we say it's important, yes. But but sometimes you know it's like yeah like if if this if our content really rouses you up or that yeah. sometimes it's so for your mental health it's also don't it might just be a bot or something like could be could be yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but uh, what about you uh? uh my one true comment actually is actually a question for you from hopeful pickle five mm. who was reacting to something you said in the previous podcast about uh I think we we're talking about uh do Singaporeans support local football right mm. the comment was like oh Harish how come you didn't enjoy Ajuma 
genuinely oh. curious. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, well, I want to leave the floor open for you to sure. sort of answer the question. Because I think you touched on it, but you didn't yeah. explain why. La. So, I mean, Ajuma was a movie that I had thought had so much potential. Uh, where because it was a collaboration between Singapore and uh, Korea la. so mm. part of it was filmed in Singapore part of it was filmed in Korea and it was very beautifully shot I mm. thought the acting was good but just the story la. certain parts mm. of it felt like it didn't make sense and the whole film felt more indulgent in the look of it or the themes it was talking about than just a story that makes sense mm. where you show like uh, that that is entertaining and where there's there's something that's satisfying at the end. Like, you see the protagonist, the main character, get something that has meaning and depth. Like. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, oh shit, is this just like a... Yeah, I was disappointed because I thought it had so much potential. The people behind it were very talented, the actors, but it just felt short of the story. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt like it could have been a shorter movie. It was just so long. Yeah. 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 So so yeah, that, that I hope that shed some light. Maybe it's for, for them also to share what they liked about it because it sounds like mm-hmm. they liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that that's probably even the the reason why I bring up this one shot comments. I want to hear why people liked it that mm. much, right? Because mm. uh, you and I, we are you know uh, dead inside. Like, we're cynics and like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> no, dead. but but the truth is, I think there are people who said they they love it and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I would love to like hear a uh, point by point like why they liked it and and just for me to understand. Oh, this is what people. But you say you're dead watching. inside. So for you, your sentiments on the film. Yeah, la, I mean, I, I didn't really connect with the mm. characters very much. Or maybe there are just certain points I, I just felt like, this is not in line with what the character should be doing, or the, you know. Yeah. So I can't, I can't speak for if that the final cut of the film was exactly what the director envisioned. Maybe there mm. were... I mean, for every show, we did, even ours, la, right? Budget yeah, constraints, yeah, correct, correct. personnel constraints, whatever constraints that there, there, there are. So, you know, they, they did something that, you know... Uh, worked maybe for their audience but yeah it wasn't for me la. yeah it wasn't for me also yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't for me we just dead inside la. <laughs> we just like shitting on, on stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah but yes cool uh, speaking of uh, shitting on stuff there's also stuff that we don't shit on yes our one shot things yes and uh, what's your one shot thing my one shot thing is um, something that I'm just so happy mm. uh, about a recent movie that came out la. Mm. Uh and I think you probably have heard of this also. Do you remember the YouTube channel Raka Raka? No, I don't actually. I think you have seen some videos. Probably. What what did it? They had this Australian pair of brothers okay. that basically turned Nerf gun fights into super bloody and gory. Uh, or they have like uh, Ronald McDonald versus uh, someone else and they just make it gory and they choreograph it like action sequences. Like. Uh, so we've actually definitely, you've, you've definitely seen it because I think yeah. for previous videos, we've, we've looked at them and like, oh shit, yeah. they do some awesome shit. And if you look at their history, they started off on YouTube. Same thing, they just, at home, they just use like Nerf guns but then they, they use ketchup for blood and mm. they're also very funny. Yeah. So over the years, they grew quite a following, few million subscribers or quite a decent amount. But they just did their first movie. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Called Talk To Me. Okay. And it's, I saw the trailer, it's fucking scary as shit. So I'm probably not going to watch it. Is Horror, it? yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, but they've also been getting rave reviews from Jordan Peele, mm. uh, Ari Aster, who's the director of Hereditary, which okay. was like a, a cult favorite, right? Okay. And even the latest person is Peter Jackson. All of them are getting in touch with them to just congratulate them on on uh, what Peter Jackson calls as the best and most intense horror he has seen in years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and and there's an article that I read that talks about their journey and how 
they just are so so happy that this year, multiple year long journey that started on YouTube has resulted in a movie that they premiered at Sundance has been picked mm. up by A24 which is quite mm. a big mm. yeah. uh, movie studio yeah, yeah and like oh, solid lah mm. solid mm. fucking great love it nice yeah so that's my one shock thing nice uh, my one shock thing is uh, this Instagram account that I just recently was recommended to me or I discovered was it's called After Death Comics mm. So, I mean, it's, I think it's got around like 60,000 followers on Instagram now. So, it's not huge. Mm. But uh, very funny. It's just one, two panel comics about, um, a lot of times about like fairy tale characters. Mm. Uh, whether it's like the Frog Prince or, or you know, the Wicked uh, the wicked Witch in Hansel and Gretel and all that. And uh, yeah, just, just um, very, each of these comics take very dark turns. Mm. Uh, for example, like the, the frog prince wants to be kissed to become a human, but keeps asking, you know, keeps uh, asking to the to be kissed longer lah. It's like a very creepy, <laughs> like creepy frog that just keeps <laughs> like hugs you for too long or kisses you for too long kind of thing. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's just all these funny, funny like uh, dark, humorous uh, takes on classic children's fairy tales and and you know things that um. Not necessarily, yeah, in pop culture or even just about like when we talk about like spirits or ghosts and, and things uh-huh. like that. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty funny. La. It's pretty funny. And oh, it's right. Humpty Dumpty also. Humpty Dumpty, <laughs> all this. So it's quite funny. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, I think it's, uh, it's probably going to be big at some point. So yeah, just go check it out to say oh, that you were there first. Cool, man. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Okay, nice. awesome. Uh, yeah, so thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we will definitely be back soon.